Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this year's theme for me is finding ways to work smarter, not harder, basically work less and make more. Sounds great, right? <laughs> I think that's such a catchphrase too, like especially on the internet. And I think what a lot of people don't realize too is there, there's a lot of hard work behind that. But I'm in full belief that if we put the hard work in early and we work smart about it, we can, I can build up to this point of not having to work a lot, but still having a lot of income come in because of the foundation that I've built that you can build. And so I'm just going to be talking you through my process. And truthfully, this is probably going to be like my future book in the future. I still have a couple years of figuring this method out, but as I'm figuring it out, I plan to share bits of how I'm doing it on this podcast and ultimately make a book about it, basically. And this, I think this kind of comes from the idea that, you know, we're all, or some of us, I was raised to be very hardworking, right? You show up, you do your job, you do it, you know, dutifully, and then you go home and you take care of your family in that way. And I didn't get a whole lot of mentorship early on on this topic of work smarter, not harder. I was just mentored on the idea of working really hard. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? We need people to fill jobs in all different ways. But I think for the few of us who we could open up our minds and have that goal, I know that it's possible because I've met certain people in different industries who are doing this. They work a few hours a day, they make a lot, and they're able to spend time with their families, give back, and do just live their life and not have to work all the time. And so anyway, that's just my kind of introduction to this episode and future ones. And I will figure this out <laughs> even more than I have. I've set up a foundation to where with my mural career, you know, I've built up to the point of having a $1,000 minimum and shooting for, you know, $5,000 projects and whatnot. So I'm kind of past the you know, working for $20 or $30 an hour like I did in the beginning. Now it's more like 100 or 200 or more dollars an hour. And so I built it up to here, but I still think there's more room to grow. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to keep going. So and the ways that I'm working less yet making more specifically right now in my business in 2023 is first and foremost, I'm pricing myself high. And I'm just not saying yes to the low stuff anymore. I've mentioned this for a while that I want $5,000 projects. That is the goal because, and my reasoning behind this is, I can finish a $5,000 project in a couple days with help from my Artist Academy students that are here locally or who want to come from other states to come help. And so how that works is I get a job and I bid it high and I don't get all of them. I'd say right now I'm getting maybe half of them and that's okay. And I'm not pricing it up to where it's outrageous for my area and living in Springfield's small town, Missouri. 
uh, this is one of the cheapest places to live in the United States. And the price of art also reflects that in some sense. I can't charge as much as the artists are charging for logos and murals on the coast. And that's just a fact of it. But I am stretching it as far as I can right now. And I know I'm stretching it because I'm getting told no a lot. And it sucks because there's some jobs and logos. And I'm like, yeah, that's super big. That's right up my alley. And I'll bid it at 5000 And they'll go with somebody else because they're cheaper. And it just, that's just what the industry is around here. But I'm still trying. And there are certain customers who either they don't have other people bidding it, which is nice, <laughs> or they really want my work or, you know, they they trust my, my style or they want me to do it. And I price it accordingly, not at the low, not even at the medium, but at the high side. But they're willing to pay that because I have a reputation for getting it done quickly and efficiently and with minimal error. And they are okay to pay my high price because they know that they're not going to get a headache from it. And that either comes with referrals or I tell them that if somebody's like, well, so-and-so said they could do it for 500 bucks. I say, well, so-and-so is new and they'll get it done in likely a few days. You seem like you're on a time crunch. And if you want it done in one day and you want it done with lines that are absolutely perfect, that is what I can offer you. And I've done this multiple times. You know, you know I'm not going to be checking in with you and saying, is this, is this how you want it? I know how to do this job and look at all of the photos that I can send you. But really, I just send them to my website and say, look, I've done this multiple times before. Your project is in good hands. And for somebody who is a business owner who likely has lots of employees uh, that they have to kind of hold their hand and do things, you know, monitor them, their redos and all the things, saying something like that to a client saying, I'm going to get this done quickly, efficiently, and you're barely going to know I'm there. I'm going to be in and out and you can go on with your business. They're like, okay, great. <laughs> I just hand over a check. And so it's kind of like I've eased their minds and I ease their mind with showing them my reputation or my list of things that I've done before. So that's one way that I'm kind of booking higher paying jobs is just having a reputation for being reputable. And I'm also just bidding it high and landing it. And some I don't, but I'm okay with it. Where in years past, those lower paying jobs, I would take anyway. I'd be like, okay, well, what is your budget? You know, I can work within that. I'll make it smaller, but I don't want to. I don't want to anymore. I want those $5,000 jobs that I can make a post inside of the Artist Academy Advanced and say, hey, who wants to come out and learn to mural? And I have them come out. And so there's typically me plus two helpers. I found that having two people on a job is my sweet spot. It's not too many. It's not too little. It's just typically a good amount for one wall. And I teach them. I typically ask for brand new artists that are, maybe you just joined the academy or you maybe you painted a couple of murals or you've never painted a mural before or whatnot. I typically want those people because I like their energy when they come out. They're super thankful to get anything, any kind of work at the moment. And I love that. And I love giving it to them. And I will take photos and videos of them. Typically, unless we're in like a super, super crazy rush, I try to take photos and videos and I send it to them and say, use this on your thumbtack, use this on your social media, put this out there in hopes of you getting other jobs. Because we all know that you get jobs from the jobs that you've done before and from showing proof of work. So 
just like I'm getting the higher paying jobs by saying, look, I just painted for this company and look how well done this mural is. That's building trust with my new customer. It's the same thing when you're just starting out. You know, the artists that come on with me, they take these photos and videos, post them. And I don't require somebody say, you know, I helped Andrea on this. You know, I just say, look what I'm painting today. And you post that on your social media and other people see that like, whoa, she's painting this big mural. Maybe, you know, it gets the wheels turning. Maybe I should hire her for something like that. Photos breed more opportunities. Okay. Anyway, so I posted in the Artist Academy and typically have two people come out. And recently too, since I make videos for the Academy, I have set a new goal this year is to whenever I am doing a mural, I am going to take my camera, give it to my helper, whoever is on the job with me. And as I am explaining, this is what you do. This is how you set up for a mural. This is how you do all the things. I, because every single time I have a new person, I explain the same thing over and over and over again. I'm going to have them, and I have been having them video me for the first like 10 minutes. So I give an overview. This is the projector I'm using. This is exactly where I'm positioning it onto the wall. So as you can see, these are, as you can see, the lights are off or the lights are on, or this is what I'm using to outline it. Uh, this is the canvas drop cloth I have down. These are the exact paints I'm using. These are the exact brushes. And then I mix the colors and then I put it on there and I show them how to do a really straight line. And I show them how to chalk in a certain way to where in the end, there's not very much cleanup and just the whole spiel of how I do do my job in about 10 minutes and I have my helper video that. That way, it's not just them seeing it. I'm posted in the academy and I posted in our Facebook group and in the mural master program. That way other people can see a variety of different jobs and how I'm doing them, not only well but quickly and efficiently. And so that is me repurposing the same speech over and over and sharing it because it's so funny what I've learned <laughs> when people join the Artist Academy, they're so excited and they watch a couple of videos and then they just kind of fall off. And some people don't technically don't really go back to the Artist Academy website and continue watching them for whatever. So it's up to me to keep the excitement alive and me recording these videos over and over, either doing lives in the Facebook group or recording these and posting them in there. And, you know, keeping in my mistakes because <laughs> the last video I did, I made two big mistakes. Like I put paint in the wrong areas and I was like, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> but I showed them that and I'm like, look, things happen. And I posted in the Facebook group so that even the new people who maybe haven't gotten to that video yet, they will see that and they'll see these videos of this is exactly how I set up my space. You know, I'm not relying on them to go dig through the mural master to find this. I'm showing them over and over again and reminding people and catching the new people and all of the things. So that's one way that I'm helping to grow the academy and repurpose that content. And it's not just, you know, hiring people on to help speed it up. And even though they do, and I pay them because they're worth it and they're gaining experience and all the things, I'm working with them and taking the brush from them and saying, no, no, this is how you do it more quickly and more efficiently. And this is how you, you know, you load your brush and I'm putting a bigger brush in their hand. I'm training them as they're on the job with me so that as I'm trying to work quickly, I'm showing them how to do it too. So not only they can help me finish it faster, but they can go to their jobs and finish it faster as well. And we're videoing the whole process. But it also comes down to the supplies that I'm using, the paint forever. I've used a medium grade Benjamin Moore 
paint and you can find that at artsupplylist.net and if you could please put the artsupplylist.net inside of the uh, note section of this podcast please for everybody because we all know that I am not gonna do it <laughs> even though I mean to Anne is my virtual assistant and she has my back for all things like this <laughs> and which is another way that I'm working smarter not harder thank you Anne <laughs> and so go to that art supply list and you can see the medium grade paint that I typically use and I've used for years but for the last few projects I knew that I was going to have to do multiple coats of just certain specific colors. So I went into my local paint store and said, look, I would like to do this in one coat. And if not one coat, maybe like one and a half or like two. <laughs> and so they said, okay. And they loaded me up with some higher grade paint. I still stuck with the Benjamin Moore, but I used a much higher grade. It's an Aura brand. A-U-R-A is the higher brand. And or there's a command brand for things that need to stick. And anyway, there's a bunch of different ones, but it ended up costing me $500 before I left that store. And I was expecting to spend maybe 200. That was fun. But when it came time to do the mural, I got it done in about a coat and a half, meaning I put one coat on, it covered most of it. And I just had to brush on just a light brush on the second coat and it was golden. And so it saved me hours. And so spending that extra $300, it was well worth it in the end because I spent less than or about almost half the time doing it. So if there's an investment that you can make, if you know specifically that you need a color like orange or a yellow or one of those colors that are very transparent, I think it's worth it to spend a little bit more in order to spend a little bit less hours later on. So that's another way that I'm doing it. And I also just bought another spray gun. <laughs> I have a big spray gun that's really great for industrial things outside. Like if you're wanting to spray paint the, the an entire barn and use a few colors, I my giant Titan sprayer is perfect. It's heavy and it'll do the job very quickly with a lot of overspray though. So it's not good for indoor. So I had this project come up for indoor and I have a couple more scheduled as well. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to bite the bullet and get another sprayer. It is a Graco, Graco 360. It costs about 250 bucks from Lowe's. And it's the one that has the spray paint or the paint that's loaded up in the handle, in the gun handle. And it's heavy. Like you're holding about a quart of paint and the spray gun. And then there's a cord going from the gun to the wall. But overall, fantastic. Highly recommended. <laughs> we painted almost an entire mural in a day and then went on to the second mural of the job and painted that one in almost a day. And then so the day three was just touch up on something that would have taken me days and days and days. <laughs> Using a spray gun for the just to do big areas and do them quickly especially uneven surfaces like brick and whatnot, that has saved so much time. And so if you have a space that I'd say is wider than nine inches, or I'd say maybe like nine inches would be like the absolute least amount that a spray gun could hit, it's completely worth it. Like, so like if you're filling in like really big lettering or a really big animal, like I was painting that big tiger, and I had talked about in previous episodes, it really helps. Okay. 
Another thing that I have decided to do, and I struggled with this for a while, this decision to let go of a certain part of my business. And I have been thinking about it for two years now. (laughs) So I started the $7 print of the month club about four years ago. And I loved the idea of having so many different price points of having a customer come in and they buy a print for $7 and I send them a new subscription print every month. And then maybe they'll upgrade and then they'll buy a canvas print and then maybe they'll upgrade and they'll they'll order an original and then maybe a mural one day. And that has kind of happened maybe like a couple of times in that, you know, getting a customer in for less and they graduate to more. Sometimes, not a whole lot, but I really liked the idea of having affordable art. Anybody could purchase it. That way, when somebody came up and said, oh, no, I can't afford your stuff, I could say, oh, no, I have this $7 print of the month subscription. You're going to love it. They're little mini prints. of, And I decided I am letting it go. <laughs> and my first thought is, All of the people in the past four years that I have talked into doing this print of the month thing or have just recently started it are going to be like, what? Why? (laughs) What? And I want to explain. (laughs) I still think it is a great idea for people in the beginning. And I think if you're wanting to, you know, you're in this like hustle mode and you're wanting to get money from all different angles and you're not wanting to say no very much. You know, if you're in that, the first few years of your art business, I think doing a print of the month subscription is a brilliant idea. I loved it. And it's just a good way to keep connected with your audience. And I would send out, you know, when I would do a sale on my prints, I would send that out in the print of the month thing and like be like, hey, a sale's coming up. And so there's so many benefits to that. I'm not even going to go into that, but I decided to let go of that because For one, it was the thing that I was dropping the ball on every single month. There was sometimes I would send out like the December print of the month in January. And I'm like, sorry, guys. And I had like one person complain, but nobody else really did. And I'm just not that into it anymore. I used to love getting a $7 sale on my website. Like, yes, that's so great. But I just don't have the excitement for it anymore. It excites me when somebody signs up for the Academy or I book a $5,000 mural. (laughs) But the print of the month subscription, it became more of a hassle because people started some people would cancel, which is totally fine. You know, after you've received 20 prints from me, you're probably done. <laughs> and they would cancel. And then if I forgot to write it down or there would be billing issues to where, you know, if they removed their card or, you know, they had to get a new card and it would stop billing. So I would stop sending them and they would say, where is my prints? And I'd be like, oh, I'd have to go find out why, you know, I wasn't sending them anymore. And then there, some people would get prints that didn't had canceled two months ago. And I was like, ugh. It's just more work for too much hassle. And so I decided not to do it. And I'm sending out my last few prints of the month in these last couple months. And I got to tell you, once I finally was like, I'm stopping, I actually told my mother-in-law because she has been signed up to my print of the month since the very beginning. And I told her and I was like, hey, I think I'm going to stop this. And she wasn't like, oh, no, I love getting those. She was like, oh, that's probably smart. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) people are not going to care if I cancel this. So yeah, because if my own mother-in-law is like (laughs) 
oh, that, yeah, whatever works for you. Who cares? Like, she's probably over it too. Like, she's been signed up from the beginning. It's like, okay, how do I get off this? Or I don't know. <laughs> but, so I'm stopping it. And I also, I think this goes along with my entire theme of the year that was working less to make more. And it's really hard to make more with a $7 part of the month subscription. It's just not that much money. And like I said, it's just, it's more hassle. And I don't know that I want to be the artist that is affordable anymore. And that's what it kind of comes down to. And it, which goes against so much of my roots of growing up in a trailer and, you know, wanting to reach everybody and help everyone and do the whole thing. And like anybody can afford it. I don't think I want to be affordable anymore. And that's, that's where my mind's at. I want somebody to have to save up to purchase something from me. And I don't want them to just put it on their refrigerator. I want them to frame it and put it in their room or hang it on display somewhere. And that's just not what's happening with the $7 print of the month. I am going to do prints still, but my lowest print is going to be at least 50 bucks. So there's that. (laughs) And I just wanted to kind of explain my mentality behind that. So if you're not at that position, don't cancel your $7 print of the month yet. I still think it's great, but... I'm canceling mine and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> I did not have to put the stamps on it anymore <laughs> or like figure out what to send out. And yeah, anyway, with the time that I'm saving from not doing the low ball budget murals or the print of the month or stuff like that, I'm replacing that with not only family time, but I'm replacing that with the different ways that I've proven in my own business to make money the easier way, which is doing online courses. And so I'm expanding and doing more painting courses and putting those inside of the Artist Academy. But not only that, but I'm creating a separate learn to paint in acrylics for beginners online course type thing to where if you don't want the full business tutorial thing with it, which is what I specialize in, if you're really just starting from the very, very, very bottom and you're like, I just need to learn how to blend colors and work a paintbrush, not even paint large scale, but paint and acrylics. And so right now I'm working on a series and I'm, again, I'm just videoing myself instructional painting my way through it. And I'm having 26 videos of introduction to acrylics and all different kinds of techniques and I'm putting them inside of the Artist Academy Advanced. So if you're in there, you will already see those. Those will be included, but I'm also creating a smaller one. I think I'll probably start it at like, I don't know, an introductory of like $15 a month and then go up to $20 a month very quickly. So that that's that. And it's just, again, I'm painting already, so I'm going to be recording myself a lot more and making it available for people to view and see and learn and pay through a subscription because I really like that business model. It's working really well for the Academy, and a lot of people are learning a lot of things from it. And I just need to start recording myself a lot more. So that's a huge way that I am working smarter, not harder this year. And I drink my own Kool-Aid in this way and I buy other courses from people actually just, uh, it's been probably two months ago now, but some person came up on my ads on Facebook. I love Facebook ads, by the way. They get me all the time. Like they show me things like bright hot pink pants or <laughs> like fun little onesies for my son or like, and I'm like, oh, I love this. Thank you. And I buy stuff from ads all the time. 
love them. Take all my cookies. <laughs> and so this ad came up and it's something like $27 for 27 courses about how to better teach online. And I was like, well, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on how to teach artists online, but I can always do better. And I, like I said, I drink my own Kool-Aid when it comes to this. I make courses. I know what happens when you invest. And I know the stuff that people hold back from podcasts because I do it. <laughs> I give you guys, these are my strategies, blah, blah, blah. But if you want the good shit, you got to buy my course or whatever. And so that's exactly what I do. This Facebook thing came up and I was like, I bet this chick knows what she's doing. I had actually never heard of her before. I don't know how they targeted me, probably because I listened to business stuff, but it just seemed great. And it was like $27. It's like, whatever, I'll try it. I don't care. There was no free trial or whatever. I was just, I was looking at it and it was like how to grow your Facebook group or how to better lead or like how to start conversations with your potential customer. And I was like, maybe she knows something I don't. And so I bought it and I listened to a couple of her videos and I was like, this is amazing. And I just want to say, I can't refer it to you because it has nothing to do with how to sell art. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, but it's about things, how to make my Facebook group better and how to, you know, get more engagement and just how to start conversations in an even more non-salesy way. Because I think I know a lot, but by listening to other people and how they do it in their different industries, you learn even more. And that's what I got from her. And even just the first couple of videos, I was like, I am so glad I've spent this $27. And I was fired up because it's with courses like that, I steal other people's energies all the time. Just like you listening to this podcast and getting in courses, we are excited talking about this stuff. And the person that I bought this from, I think her name is Maria. She was excited to show people how to make money and I'm excited to make money. So it's like, it's a domino effect, but it started with me whipping out my credit card and be like, okay, let's take a chance. What's the worst thing I'm going to you know, spend $27 and it'll be all right. But she delivered and so much to where I let her upsell me as well. And I bought her templates. It was done for you templates. And I'm like, great. I don't want to write this stuff myself. Please show me how to do it. And so I invested less than a hundred dollars and I gained so much from it. And I'm going, you know, the sales tactics I do quote sales tactics that I have learned from her. I'm now starting conversations with people in Facebook Messenger about, hey, how can I help you? And just leading with advice. And then so many times I've started conversations with artists and they're like, well, I really want to you know, learn how to get customers and I, I think I want to do murals and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I literally wrote an entire book on this. It's called Mural Money. Here's the link. And they're like, thank you so much. And I'm like, <laughs> it was that easy. <laughs> and it's you win, I win. And so, yeah, it's things like that. I'm also investing, keeping my mind open, not thinking that everybody is just trying to sell to me. Because I think that's where a lot of artists too, they, they come up, they're like, oh, no, no, you don't want to be salesy, right? You don't want to say, you don't want to sell to people and say, you know, buy my art, buy my art. So you're, anytime someone tries to sell something to you too, you're a little like, oh, no. But just switching my mindset into Maybe let's let's be a little open-minded to maybe this can help me. Maybe this would look pretty on my wall kind of thing. That's also another way. Switching my mindset to maybe I can spend a little bit in order to make a lot more. And another thing that I'm doing here recently, I have like, I think this is my last one that I'll share today. And then I'll, we'll probably do a whole episode about the mental mindset shifts that I'm having to make with going from a six-figure artist to multiple six-figure artists because 
that's a whole different thing. It's And I'm still trying to figure that out of the mental blocks with that. Do I deserve this? Why? Like, how much can I really charge? How many? Anyway, we'll do a whole mindset shift on that. But one other thing that I'm doing is I am repurposing my old content and sharing art tips. So all of the video that I have <laughs> compiled over the last so many years of doing murals, there's some murals that I just over-recorded. Like I just did time-lapse and then I did brush marks and I did that. And some, a lot of it I didn't use. And thank gosh, I did not delete any of it. Thank gosh, I invested, there's that word again, I invested in a good phone with a lot of memory so that I'm not deleting it. And that is one of that, do that. Like just, if you listen to me with any investing anything else, do that. Do not delete your content. If you are doing a time lapse, if you happen to, you know, be blessed to remember to do a time lapse that day or you're doing anything, save it on your phone and do not delete it. Invest in the extra iCloud storage or Google's photo storage or whatever. Do not delete that content because there is so much that I wish I had from the beginning. If anything, just to say, look how I used to paint and look how I'm painting now or like, you know, how it, how it started versus how it's going. Or there was some that I did really, really well in the beginning that I have one photo of, that's it, no video, nothing, no process photos, nothing. And I wish I had that now just to, if anything, just to like look back on it, but mostly to repurpose that and use it again, especially the jobs that I did really well on that I want to get more of. So that's what I'm doing. I'm using my old content and I am just elongating it. So instead of making a seven second reel, like I've been doing, I take 30 seconds of it, add an art tip to it, and then link to the podcast episode. And I'm sharing it that way because what I've found in the last several years is I have so many offers. I'd had a print of the month club. I have this podcast. I I do canvases. I do prints. I do murals. I teach all these things. And I wasn't sharing about the Artist Academy hardly at all on my social media in the last couple of years. And so growth had just kind of stopped. Like some people will come in, some people will come out, but we stayed at about 150 people. And now I want to grow that to about 200 by, let's just put it out there at the end of next month. And by the end of next month, also the start of May, I'm also going to increase the price of the Artist Academy because it's worth it. And I just got off a conversation recently with somebody and I was telling him what I was doing and how much content was in the Artist Academy and basically how I've had multiple students make six figures and I helped them with the business. But not only that, with painting and they're like, you charge how much? So people are paying $32 a month. They're paying 300 and some bucks a year to make six figures. And I'm like, yeah, well, blah, blah. and they're like, stop. Like, And so that also, that's what it comes down to, too, like going from a six-figure artist to multiple six-figure, things like that, knowing your worth in your art and your products. And so I am raising the price May 1st. So if you have been on the fence and you want to get in before it's going to cost you more, I would apply at artistacademy.co. That's artistacademy.co and apply. And if you sign up before May 1st, you will be forever locked in at the lower price. But like I said, it's worth it. And I'm just going to be charging what I'm worth all year for everything that I put out there, painting and everything. So, okay, that's all I have for you. I really, I could 
talk about this for a long time, <laughs> and I this will be the first of many Artist Academy podcast episodes about how to work smarter and not harder. And yeah, okay. I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next week. Let me know if you have any questions, and if you could give me a shout out on your Instagram story, I will gladly reshare, and it would mean the world to me if you helped spread the word because I'm putting more work into the academy this year to make it even better and our community better and everything better. And yeah, I would love if you could join us and help spread the word. Okay, have a great week. 